Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil, the security guard, Potter. You gotta put some gravy on that. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Laugh Button Network, thelaughbutton.com. Today's guest is an Emmy Award-winning writer-comedian originally from Baltimore, Maryland, home of the Orioles, Crab Cakes, and The Wire. She has written or produced for a variety of shows, including Last Comic Standing, Shark Week, Match Games, To Tell the Truth, and of course, the upcoming Supermarket Sweep. She's also an overthinker, so you know this show's nonsense is going to resonate with her for a very, very long time. It's Jill Kushner! <laughs> Wait, let me get some applause in there that you can't hear. There we go. Nice. I'm really worried about that intro. You like that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I read that. I read an article. You say you're an overthinker. People will fire you or break up with you. That's very funny. <laughs> technically, I mean, technically, we can do neither. You know that, right? I'm sure we can figure out a way for you to do both. <laughs> What's the cure for an overthinker? Oh coffee? my God, I don't know. Alcohol, coffee. Calm down, Jill. <laughs> it's just a bunch of you know, yentas going, calm down, Jill. Yeah. Calm I down. Mean, I guess it. It could be converting, Neil. I could convert, maybe, <laughs> away from Judaism. <laughs> no, um, there. you're from Baltimore, but you have no accent, or at least I don't hear it. Does it come out when you get angry or tired? 100. Not so much angry, but definitely tired or a little drunk. And it's because I uh, started, um, I started out wanting to act. So in every class, they're just trying to get rid of that. So I mm. think that's where that went. And what's the big so word? What's that. the word? Like I can't, I have a Long Island accent. If I have to say the word uh, water on an, exactly. on, I'm dead. Water is the one. That's, I'm like water. That's I was going to give you. Yeah. Two examples <laughs> for us. It would be water, water yeah. or yeah. Um, when you get out of the shower, can you grab me a towel? <laughs> oh, a towel. Well, that's Long Island too. Where I say towel, I say draw. Yeah. For, pull out the draw and I say that and water yeah I mean that water, was that was a big towel. one I told you that story uh, my audition for Dasani <laughs> water all it's three words drink Dasani water right and they go and I and it's I go drink Dasani drink Dasani water right and the guy's like where are you from like Long Island he goes okay first of all it's pronounced water right and he goes and second of all I go it is he goes yeah and he goes and the second of all the product name is Desani I'm like no really? right like that no and then I had that problem twice I didn't know that either. do you know it's Zagat's no I said Zagat's I say Zagat's oh I got yelled at so bad I still by say Zagat's yep it's Zagat's and I got yelled at <laughs> I was like thank you it was like get out you know um anyway so you worked as a ba at a bagel store as a kid speaking of Jews like is that oh that's my dream job for sure yeah it's I mean I think it's required um <laughs> and you got to leave with Every you could walk with as many as you could fit into a hefty garbage bag. I oh. mean, and at some point you don't. At some point you're over it, and at some point 
your mom's like the freezer has all the bagels. You know? <laughs> but you're a hero. You got to be a hero at some point. At first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice and Jewish warm. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and let, let me put this. What is the best bagel? What is the most popular bagel? Um, it's everything, isn't it? I, you mean an everything bagel? An everything bagel. Well, I feel like probably, I mean, do you ever buy from Trader Joe's the everything bagel thing? No. Trader Joe's, uh, you know where I live. The, I got 400 bagel places within yeah. two feet. Anybody buys a Trader right. Joe's, it's like Domino's Pizza. I will stab you in the face. <laughs> no, no, no. But but yes, but no, because um, I'm talking about a seasoning, like in a bottle. Oh, yeah, pepper. I saw that. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of hilarious. You can do anything you want with it. That's um, true. But uh, maybe everything, I feel like everything poppy and sesame. I feel my wife and her family get cinnamon raisin. And I feel if you cinnamon raisin, you almost telling me you're not Jewish. No, it's dessert bagel. It's it's not right. Chocolate chip bagel, cinnamon raisin. Yeah, nonsense. All right. Anyway, let's move on because I could wax poetic (laughs) about bagels all day. Anybody goes cinnamon raisin, my eye starts twitching. Anyway, um, (laughs) college, you went to Boston University and studied communications. Nice. Mom must have been proud. She's so proud. <laughs> That's a lot of money for a communications degree. You had you had no idea what you wanted to do. Is that it? Mom, I would like a degree in a vague. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> communications is the most vague degree. That I you literally it's like uh, you know, throwing paint against a wall. You have no idea where you're gonna end up, like just Right. They should just have a degree from comedy from there because there's so many comedians from Boston. You have a better shot right? at yeah, getting yeah. a job if you get a degree from comedy. I, I don't know why they don't. There's a lot of comedians from there. I mean, I know a lot of people. So from many. There. Such a good comedy scene. Yeah. Yeah. What can, can we can we get a degree in comedy? <laughs> there are universities you can get a degree in comedy now, oh, wow. okay. but it, not when we went. <laughs> um, so um, how was it up there? Did you like Boston? I love Boston. I mean, the downside was slightly conservative. But I mean, I forget. I, I want to say that it was like three and a half out of five people you would run into on the street in Boston are students between Emerson, MIT, you know, everything. So it was fucking fun. You know? And are you doing comedy and writing and all that in college already? No, I um, I started because, again, remember, Neil Vague. Um, <laughs> I didn't kind of hone in on all of that until after more, I would say. Okay. I loved it and I would go but I wasn't doing it. And I started, I had my first internship in entertainment while I was there. Um, but yeah, I would go and did you, done it did you come out in college or was that before? Uh, no, I was very fair to everyone in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way of saying it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, that's very benevolent of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good for you. Uh, That sounds like a nice college experience. So you get out after, you know, rampaging college apparently. And then what, where do you, what do you do from there? How do you get from there to, do you do stand up after that? You came Uh, here, you came to New York. So how did, what, what's this path now? So basically I got to New York, was thinking about what do I want to do? I knew it was going to be an entertainment. And I had that thing that I think so many people seem to have where up until that moment, you, you know, you love it and you know, you watch whatever it is, SNL obsessively since you're 11 things like that. And you're, you don't think of it as an actual possible job for you. For some reason, the road from 
it being a real thing and you doesn't seem like real like right. reality um and then when once that clicks in which it did then i was like okay what can i do and so i thought i was going to i wanted to act so i got hooked up with a good acting coach and class and when i was doing that for the first few years i thought you know i don't have any right to start auditioning just because i decided i'm going to be an actor quite yet and where are so you taking cl- where are you taking know, acting class here in new york this is all new york i was in new york for about nine years oh wow and, well, um, well, what studio or what teacher ron stetson uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> is it, that's my uh, acting uh, teacher uh, and he was very good shut up uh, uh, <laughs> seriously which teacher There's, i've gone to um, all of them he, oh really did you ever he he's he's no longer alive, but his name is uh, Charlie Kakatsakis, and his wife actually is a amazing working actress, June Squibb. Hmm. Uh, oh, I know June Squibb. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah, she plays she's every amazing. great old lady. What's that movie she was oh, in a couple God. years ago? She almost won the Academy Award. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, um, um, anyway, uh, and then she... keep going with. Anyway, so yeah, um, so did the waiting tables thing for a couple years, then started. Uh, once I started auditioning and stuff, I was like, I want to soak it up more. So I was like, let me start PAing just to be on set and figure what, out what that's like. Oh, wow. So, you know, did some PAing at like Law and Order for, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, Age of Innocence, um, like movies and shit like that. Um, and uh, then I started at And at some point I wanted to start doing stand up and um went to my first open mic at Gotham over and over and over again until I was like, okay, you just have to do the thing. Uh-huh. And that's kind of how that started. <laughs> oh, wow. What year is this? Yeah. Like, in- Are you in the downstairs room at Gotham? Are you? This is the, the former Gotham ah, in the, right, the, the 20s. smaller club. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so this um, is in this the is... 90s, right? Late 90s? Yeah. Cause I, I did that. Yeah. I did that room tons too. And then it was like, the the, yeah, the old like guy, a, yeah. Um, and this is like, um, I think we were talking about this the other day, Lenny. Like the group of people that, like Chris Regan, if you guys know them, and Alex yeah. Sulkin, and yeah. Goldie John Goldblatt, aka Goldie, aka Jokey Sharp, the guy with three names. Um, yeah, yeah, I know all these guys. Uh, <laughs> I knew all these guys. Yeah. So, um, and then I also did some sketch and improv with a couple different groups and um eventually i wrote a one-woman show which i did in in new york a couple times and then i wanted to come out here for a pilot season so when i did that i also brought the show and put it up a few times and i thought i was gonna stay out here for like six weeks and it was one of those soft moves where i just kept staying and having more and more of my stuff sent out so i didn't plan a big move to la it just happened what was the name of the show the one one more show what was the name of the show it was um uh letters to marissa scarafoni (laughs) (laughs) i think i have the flyer for that one of those little cards that you probably handed out i probably went i was probably the show before you or after was it at the bank street theater because that's (laughs) where they all were Or no. what was the other one we did? What was the one where was I was Solo sweating? Arch, you see, no. you, uh, the one on Second Avenue. Was uh, it the Second Avenue oh, Theater? St. Mark's Crane St. Mark's. Theater. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Crane. So yeah. Where'd Crane. you do it at? 
the, the, the show. Um, oh my god, I did it at so Every, many different everywhere, places. Everywhere, yeah. I, the first time I did it, I did it at Surf Reality on Alex. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Surf uh, Reality. Yeah, you're talking. <laughs> That's the, welcome to the big time. Yeah, yeah. There you we go. did do a show right after you then. I was in Surf Reality once. I was like, oh my god, yeah. no. You're always in trouble if you're doing a show with a through line of Surf Reality. Like, yep. wait a second, that show has a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, you're, you're out of here. What are you doing? You need to be so like a true. clown murderer. Yeah. 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 Um, and the best part was my parents came up from Baltimore and they saw the show at Surf Reality. Oh my god, god. they had to walk up Amazing. those. Oh my god. Like, we paid for a communications <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. degree. You're still probably dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember surf reality? I can I still hear it. I remember my parents had to walk up the steps at the KGB room. Oh, the, yeah. That was oh the, God, almost the end of them. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> like, they never came to another show in, unless it was in a, unless it had an elevator. So you're in LA. So how do you get that? So how, what's the big break to transition to this, this great writing career? Um, I think, thank you. I think that um, it was when, I think Ellen. So um, for sure, Ellen, not I think, um, mm. because um, I got asked to submit by her if I would be interested in submitting a packet. And wait, 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 back just, up. You know, you yeah. met Ellen through this. So you're out there in L.A., you're doing your yeah. show, you're trying to be an actress. Yeah. And then somehow you meet Ellen and she's like, yeah, submit a packet. What? She's at your show. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So so I mean, well, it's actually not that ridiculous because there is logic to it. But in a comedy person's brain it remains ridiculous for me as well so um uh i we had mutual people and so we had met and hung out and she was like would you would you be interested in submitting a packet and like i mean honestly i just thought it was the nicest most amazing compliment and obviously that was never going to be a thing and i've never done a packet etc cetera, etc cetera. um so I did, and um, I got the job, and it was the craziest, you know, oh first God. job ever. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and this I is mean, on her show. This is when her show started. Was it in progress already, or it just this was her? Yeah. this is in her talk begin- show, though, right? Yeah, because yeah. that show's been on for like however many oh, wow. trillions of seasons, and this was season three. Well, didn't was and, Judy um, Gold on that? St- was she writing for Ellen, or like, who do I wrote? Like who? No, I know when I was there, who's the was, head writer? Um, Karen Kilgariff. Karen Kilgariff, right? Okay. Who's just about the funniest person in the world? Yeah. Um, Karen Anderson. Also, I mean, these people are all so hysterical. Um, Danny Breen, Allison Balian. Um, only a couple of these people are were stand-ups as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz Feldman, who now you know runs and creates Dead to Me. Right. Um, uh, wow, good, good group. Yeah. That's amazing. And so, so when that's you, a break, man. Yeah, that's that a is, Hollywood that's, break. That's if you a ever great story. The dumbest, craziest. Because you know that job like comes with Emmys. Certainly yeah. at that yeah. time, you know. And you I mean? got one. That, two, because at that time, the what they had done at that show the year prior was that they, I think they won. They were winning best show two consecutive years. And they didn't win best writing. So I, I might be getting this slightly wrong, but the gist of it is correct. And so that what the, what the powers that be at the show did was going forward, in addition to making the writers writers, they also gave them a, a producer credit. So you got two credits at, at end of wow, show. Great. And what that did was 
as you're probably following what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. was that if you win best show, then you, you, the writers are winning as well. Right. So for instance, for that year that I was there, they won both. So you have two Emmys. It's ridiculous. So you have wow. two Emmys sitting on your desk right now. And we, yes, from my first job in television. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> and none and none since so like, i might be doing something it's like, it's like winning the world series yeah day one um, I, I might mean, have blown my load <laughs> <laughs> all right before we end this segment and i have plenty to ask you um what is the dream job you have all these jo- you've written you obviously you've performed do you want to like a writer actor job i mean it's been all these years now so like what if i had to say what is the dream job tell me what it is now um, popping up in stuff is still crazy fun. I don't usually go out for stuff hardly because I'm above it more because I just don't. And it's more friends coming to me and asking me to do a thing. Right. And then it's the most fun ever. So I'm not real sure why I don't make sure that that doesn't happen more often. Mm. Um, so incorporating that would definitely be fun, but I think my favorite, my favorite, parts of the comedy thing and this might not be a clear-cut answer and i and i blame being you and my mass com major um is that you know just writing just jokes and comedy and um especially stuff on the fly and coming up with new stuff and yes maybe it's running a show but um some parts of that aren't necessarily my favorite thing while many are if you sit close to that and watch the person who does it um (laughs) i love I love the whole half hour world, which I haven't really played much in. So I want to get into that. I'd like to, I'd like to barely answer that question. I think I did a good job. <laughs> that, right? We'll take it. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> There's the bell. All right. The second one, we're just going to segue right into it then writing for television. Um, you've written on all types of shows. Is there a genre you like more? I mean, you've done the Ellen talk show. You've done, you've done comedy. Um, you've done shorts for um, funny or die. I mean, you've done game show sitcom i mean what do you have a favorite um or whatever they'll like, pay you to do <laughs> yeah that and then, <laughs> um i think where wherever the most comedy can can be eked in in a non-forced in way i definitely love so um um things that have like a panel aspect mixed in are great i things that have you know, I've written for a ton of hosts, but not all of them are actually comedians, which doesn't mean that they can't be funny and everything. But for instance, you know, when you have a Leslie Jones, who you guys are somewhat familiar with, um, (laughs) you know, that's like a nice opportunity. People like that who are actually not just funny, but are, they belong with a microphone in their hand, you know what I'm saying? Um, That, and then when you have people that you're doing uh, sketch with or sitting on a panel, like to tell the truth is a, is a really fun one because you have a rotating uh, group of comedic people, hopefully on the chairs that are sitting there <laughs> that are, that are, that you are pitching to on the fly throughout the day, in addition to whatever has been prepared in advance for them. Um, and, you know, I've, the, those kind of shows, you just, you, when you get the job, you, you're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this show. And, it's with Anthony Anderson and da da da, and then you forget the people that cycle through there. I mean, I work with Mel Brooks there. It's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, that's um, pretty crazy. It's what uh, Alicia said like, too. Meeting Mel Brooks was crazy. yeah. How was Mel Brooks? Was it amazing? Uh, Alicia and I just couldn't even take it. It was the best, and he did. 
he did two. So he was with us for the full day. And when I first went in to meet him um, in the morning, um, he was in the middle of, and I'm gonna say noshing, because that's what he was doing on a big roast beef sandwich, like just like you would want him to <laughs> yeah. be. And he's like, sit down, sit down. And um, um, we were just like chatting and, and pitching of jokes. And the best thing was he said, um, in the beginning, like I say, I ripped off like three or four things. And he's like, Jill, we haven't hit joke yet. We haven't hit joke yet. And, it was like, and honestly, it was the best time someone has been like, not there yet to me in my entire life. And then all the ones, you know, obviously, uh, thankfully, he, he he liked plenty of them. And he was like, that's a good. And, and then he said them on the television. Oh, and you're just wow. like, what the <laughs> that yeah, would be my cool. that's my dream yeah. meet mel brooks so, yeah i mean it's unbelievable so like stuff so any sort of situation where stuff like that can happen where it's this group of people that you revolving door that you whether you anticipated or didn't is amazing because like that show for instance is mel brooks but it's also um, you know, like we just had Cynthia Erivo and who would have thought that she like she's just larger than life and in everything right now. But I'm like, I don't know. Is she funny? And she's hilarious. And mm. Snoop, like people like you don't think, you know, you're is this person going to be able to sell a joke? Should I just let them do their thing on their own? Which I, I was like wondering what would Snoop be like? Meanwhile, holy shit, he knocks jokes out of the park. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Um, it's great. Yeah. And then like younger, like Nikki Glazer is one of the funniest people ever and she kills. And so just anything that gets you with this big mix of people. I know that's, a, again, a big is, answer. But. When you, when you do, uh, have you met any sexism yet? Have you met the girls can't be funny, um, crowd or is that over with now? Finally. Um, I feel like it's still baked in for some people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and um, I don't really, I don't really, um, are you able to curse on this podcast? Sure, I realize yeah, I, sure. I, you can do anything I you want on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curse away. Fantastic. <laughs> Good. Um, so, cause I have been, I am, um, I feel like I don't, I don't kind of give a shit cause I don't have time for it. And then that, and by that, I don't mean, I'm not there to lecture someone, mm -hmm. but I kind of laugh at them and, <laughs> and just, sort of roll my eye like there have been times where i've been like i i i'll call i will just call it out but um yeah i haven't experienced it in such a way where i haven't gotten a job or something right like any celebrity was, was there any celebrities who were like oh my god i can't work with this i can't they're terrible how do they even become celebrities <laughs> yeah a couple and and <laughs> and i you just sort of have to laugh and get you know because at the end of the day i'm there for to make the show go and um, to make sure that, you know, and if this person doesn't look good on the show, then that's a bigger problem. So I'm, I make it work, but never in a way where I'm like, ah, you know, I don't like giggle and let that, the person's not going <laughs> to win with me. <laughs> They're right. not going to win with me, but I'm going to still make them look good. I don't know. Does um, that answer that? Do you worry about the next gig? Like once you're done with these shows, do you worry, you, you hope it's coming back obviously. And you, you're, I think you're confident enough to know they'll bring you back if you want to come back, if it works in your schedule. But are there times where it's such a gig based, you know, show ends, mm -hmm. like, what do I do next? Is there another show? Do you immediately take it? Or do you mm -hmm. like, can you take time off? Or do you, once the show comes up, 
you're like, okay, I have to take it or you never know when it's going to go away. My baseline is worried. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you take it. So you know that if, if to tell the truth, whatever the next one is like, you're coming back like, yes, I'm coming back. I don't care when it is. I'm coming back. Yeah. Well, how much time Shoot. do you, how much time can you enjoy after the show? Like is done like a day. <laughs> um, I don't know if I, if I ever enjoy anything. Ah, oh, shit. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not even 24 um, hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but even during a thing, I'm usually, I'm often thinking about the next thing and I do enjoy the downtime, but I also feel like I don't thrive in the downtime as much as I should. But then I think once you start talking to people, you realize that's all of us who do this. I would imagine you guys are the same, like too much downtime is when I'm least productive. So, um, that's funny. Well, I don't, I I don't usually get downtime, so that's fine. But Leslie does. And I know there's this weird balance with her. Like, all she begs for the second we get on set, day two, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. It's, all, it's just brutal. <laughs> right, right, I'm right. exhausted. Day two. But two weeks after, you know, it's like I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, well, what? I mean, so there's some, there's a fine line. We got to, Neil and I, we talk about this all the time. Keep her working. It's probably a good idea. But there, right. she needs downtime. So there is like, I'm try, I try to build. We try to build in Team Leslie now. I'm very attuned to like, you better give her a day off here. Or tomorrow's not going to go well, fellas. Yeah. You know? I'm you just trying just to get, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to get back to the pool. Yeah. The, <laughs> Leslie's pool. pool? Yeah. Leslie keeps oh. her pool. It's a 30 foot oh pool. God. Keeps it at 100 degrees. So. I gave it. And oh I fought God. it at first. And then I'm like, okay, now my life is just about trying to get back into the pool. In the pool to tell, ask <laughs> Leslie more, questions. One more 20 minute pool. Neil asked so many questions that you're like, Leslie's getting worked up. I'm like, Neil, shut the fuck <laughs> up. You're going to get us all killed. Like, I don't want to die in this pool. Just, um, I, I, are you ready for a head rider yet? Is my question. Like, could you run the staff? Are you ready to do this? You've been at this um, a long time now. Well, I mean, or you don't need you know, the hassle. I've, no, I've done it. I, 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 I do do that um, on occasions. But um, and then for me, it's for, it's just kind of about what the job is. And if I'm excited to do the show, um, then often I don't necessarily mind what position is available. Like I'm happy to be in the room for something I'm excited to do, mm-hmm. even if that spot isn't available. Um, on certain shows, I would say it's not as simple as just being head writer because like when there's game and uh, money involved and all of that, there's all these different mechanics that aren't writing of um, moving games around and counting things and whatever that don't have to do with like being the head writer in a comedy room. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So Uh depending on what the project is, sometimes I am that person and sometimes I am not. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously when they put you in charge of stuff, that's when you, you, it ends up being the last thing is the writing. I mean, you're in management now. And so, uh, wait, I have a question. So going back, like when you get the job on Ellen, you're like, I mean, right away, you're like, damn, I kind of really like this because you at this point you haven't been writing. You've been performing the whole time, right? Right. The thing that's the one thing that I had written, well, aside from writing stand up, obviously, yeah. the one thing that I had written was um, that, you know, our Your show. one person show. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, right away. Besides being terrified because I, it, all of a sudden you have, you're in this show. And at that point, that show was the top, top, top um rated show and getting all the attention and it's they're they're that machine is producing an hour of like a plus television five times a week and 
that's a lot. And you just get thrown in. No one's told. I, I figured like someone would show me around and tell me how it works. <laughs> nope. It's still, you're that still is, waiting for your orientation day. <laughs> yeah. I can still check my email. And nobody cares, man. God damn, where's my orientation video? Yeah. That's when, yeah. that's so funny. Cause I think every project I'm on with Leslie, you, I would love four seconds of orientation from anything. Yeah. It's like, nope. Oh. They just expect us to know everything. It's and I have over to, and you're like, that was it. Yeah. Um, um, any, you got any shows in the works that you have ready to pitch to somebody or any screenplays in the works or like you have an idea for a show that if, if um, I could okay. just get in front of the right people. Yeah. In the um, streamer I, world. I have pieces of ideas and, um, a few different friends and I've kicked around a few things. I wrote, I, I wrote one movie because I hadn't tried to write a movie. Um, and it's actually kind of fun and showed it to some people um, of which one's feedback was to turn it into a show and then other people liked it. So we'll see if anything happens or if I continue to just stare at it every once in a while. Um, it was really funny, though, because the way we wrote it, um, it was there were three of us that decided that we wanted to write a screenplay, two of which had already written and are significantly more successful writers in that world and in, and in scripted television than me. Um, and then I am and they, they, we got the book, you know, that book 20, how to write a screenplay in 28 days, yeah. like something like that. Uh -huh. Right. And I was, and, and literally followed it and just held each other to the fire. And that's how, I mean, we did it together and we would, and at the end, when we finished it, we gave each other, we swapped and we all three gave each other notes. Um, you know, like one of them just finished running, running the reboot of one day at a time. Wow. Another one's like writing some big Disney movie. Um, so, um, but it, that's a really good, surprisingly good exercise. You really write a movie. Huh. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you do that, you really write a movie. Is that Mike Royce um, on one day at a time? Uh, it's re, uh, 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 sorry, it's Gloria, Mike's partner. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Gloria Calder and Kellett. Um, well, that's cool. So, that's 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 cool. So that's out there. All I right, know. I got two oh. quick questions because we got to wrap it up. It's one, yes. number one. Why'd you leave Ellen? You're winning Emmys. It's a great job. She loves you. Oh, oh, it wasn't it. It wasn't me. I I just didn't get picked up. I oh, literally okay. so yeah. And I was and it was amazing though. Like my one of my monologues had their first standing ovation. I learned oh, wow. everything. And one of the biggest things I learned um, was that you have to chat. <laughs> like in meetings, I was just like. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Right. And I, you, you need to be part of the chatty machine. Um, but yeah. happily I got so much shit on and yeah, just, well, just it definitely was the springboard. So what, what real quick, what was the next one? So you take that and go somewhere, obviously. What was the next one? Um, I think the next job was last comic stand writing on last comic oh, standing. There you go. Nice. Okay, great. And uh, other than being funny, it's funny that you sort of, you sort of said, um, you're so successful at this now, other than being funny, what do you think the secret is to being so on demand? Because you're being in demand. I mean, obviously, uh, people we've worked with think the world of you. So uh, in your That's career, nice. you're always working. So, yeah, my uh, the feelers that I put out have nothing but glowing reviews. So what is the secret other than, you know, like what, what do you think that your success other than talent, obviously, um, is there a you play the game well or you understand um, the game well now i put out <laughs> <laughs> oh that's it yeah. oh 
Um, no, I think it's like, I think it's not to be an asshole. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's helpful. Yeah. Um, um, uh, and uh, to be like fun to have around in addition to being good at the job. Oh, there you I go. Think. All right. So be fun yeah. to be around kids. So if you're coming up in showbiz <laughs> and you're listening to this, be fun to be around. Don't be an asshole. It's good. That's a thing for in life. <laughs> Done. Done. Let's move on. Perfect. Um, the third corner we want to do today, I'll let Neil pick it every once in a while. And he's got this one being a tourist. I don't know why he I picked this for you. I don't even remember picking it. You did. You picked it the other day. I literally got a text being a tourist. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, what? Well, there's two times that being a tourist in your own city. Yeah. What? Yeah. How? And then being a tourist. like. So which one do you want to do? I kind of in like, your own no, city. It, I like both. I like both. Well, you're always taking me to someplace. Hey, you got to see this building. What was the building you made me go see the other day on 84th Street? Oh, we saw the Hearst building. Yeah. And what was the big, like, that's he, where he, he kept that, his hookers or whatever. You no, know, he kept his, he kept his, like, uh, yeah, mistresses mistress. down right. the road, like, across the street. Down the road. Right. No, a whole, oh, nice. She had her whole, own town home. Oh, right. And then he had this place, and he, he only lived in it for, like, they, these people only live in it for, like, a month. Right, know? because he the whole Hearst was out five in years to California, build it. thus the yeah. Citizen Kane, right? No, but he wanted to move uptown. This is, he was building the Hearst Castle, but he wanted to move uptown, so he, he built the first, the top three floors of this building. It's amazing. If so Neil there. and I are standing on yeah, the yeah. corner of something, just staring at the top floor. Of I like building. architectural tourism. Yeah. Like I, I can look at buildings all day. Then Neil took me around the same spot. <laughs> come down come down here. Babe we, Ruth. Yeah, Babe yeah, Ruth. Yeah, yeah. There's a plaque where Babe Ruth used to live on a yeah. corner of a building. That says, baby. You know, sad, sadly, I'm getting all these from fucking TikTok. I'm so <laughs> you are. I'm so, I'm so embarrassed about myself. I love. <laughs> it's that. like so you're. Uh, Neil's a fool. That's so embarrassing. You, wait a second. Like, then you had the whole thing with the sinks. Tell people about the sinks. Oh yeah, that guy did sinks, but he just disappeared. Yeah, he disappeared. I really liked him. He had a him. thing on TikTok where he reviewed bathrooms in sinks. New York City and restaurants, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and most of them were sinks. Yeah. This one has a very nice. Yeah, that was pretty uh, funny. Picture on this, uh, again, the hot water. I'm just embarrassed. I need help from. It was TikTok. pretty good. Please, please save me. Yeah, stop reading that. Just don't. Just delete it, the app. Well, don't you both? Do you guys both love tourism in your city? So, if you're in LA, like going to the Getty or going to the Met here or going. To I the- I like it here when it's um, organic. Like, oh, did you know that this building? Like when the first time I saw the, uh, what's the triangle one down on Twenty Second Street? The, we went to the that Flatiron building. Yeah, we yeah, went on that's that tour. My favorite building. Yeah, if you yeah. walk in, it's like, why? How? Whoever's got that corner office got a really tiny desk. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> but it's got a triangle. No, didn't we desk. do the tour? Yeah, we of did Madison the tour. But I'm saying we did the tour, the but I'm saying, you, yeah, Neil made me go on a walking tour. But <laughs> when the first time I went down there, and like, oh, this is interesting, and then you then you want to go research it. Okay, I can go down a rabbit hole. But if it's forced upon me, like I'm not. That hurt when I had to go on the tour, even though we did learn a lot of stuff. You love that stuff. Yeah, I want to play the whole game. I want to, I'm not from here. I, I, I want to lie a little bit. I'm going all in. On oh, this. you lied to the oh, guy. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you always oh, see tourists God. in New York City. They're always looking up. They're holding a map. They got two kids in tow. Not that's they, the bad. Not that. They're extra white. They're wearing flowered shirts. They got the death grip <laughs> on the pole on the subway. No, they're I, begging to be mugged. I don't want to ever look like a tourist. That, well, that's uh, hard to do. I go anywhere I go. If I go to Europe, I'm wearing my Yankees hat. I got to remember, don't wear a Yankees hat. And then my other hat, the go-to hat, USA. No. No, you, gotta you wear, can't like, wear that. I got to get that's a Nike hat and you got to wear plain hilarious. clothes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't help it. When I went to Italy... With the guy, yeah. with these friends, yeah. about those 
parents, right? Yeah. Friends. The guy wore Indiana Jones hat. Yeah, there you go. And like a, a vest. And they robbed him. Like yeah. he was getting, exactly. They, they took, daily. <laughs> oh, it was so scary yeah. that I started walking behind him trying to help him. But he was also deaf. Yeah. So, so it was just like the minute they saw him, he was like the prototype American. And you want to go cab for just, a block? Just, $50. Was That's all, right. I stayed away from him because it was just too, I don't know. But I'm not that kind of tourist. Yeah. Well, I have three nightmares and Jill, I bet you Jill has the same ones knowing her back. All right, let's hear okay. both of your guys. Number one, what happens if I get hurt or sick or have to go to the doctor in a different Check. country? Okay. Check. Let me, case in point, <laughs> we'll get to the other two. I had diarrhea in Israel yeah. when I was like 15. Pepto. You got to bring it's Pepto. unbelievable. My mother had to like translate the, the guy didn't speak English. Okay. To but get on the, this plane. The pink shit. He didn't speak. He was at the airport or something like that. The guy didn't speak. Pepto-Bismol. That's not going to stop a but massive case of diarrhea. That's all you need is pound it. No. So it's like <laughs> pound it. It's a, like a 14 hour flight. So, it, okay. So to ask for these pills, my mother broke out French because this guy didn't speak English. We didn't speak Hebrew. And like we, yeah. we settled but on French. Those days are over. Yeah, you maybe. You can relax. No, I'm not going to a doctor in another country. Number two, what happens if I lose my passport and I'm stuck there? Or worse, you give up everything. You're at the airport and you realize you don't have it. You're fucked. You're in the airport. Yeah. And you don't. <laughs> okay. Three, lost wallet. You lose your wallet at any point that in life. That is a nightmare. You are, it's a oh, fucking yeah. disaster. Bethel almost lost her passport and we had an absolute meltdown. Meltdown. Then accused the whole hotel of stealing from us. Exactly. And then it turned out it just fell behind the curtain. Mm. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's too much to go wrong. And the more people you bring, the worse it gets. And what happens if it happens to Birdie? You know, like, oh, I can't do this. And fourth no. is lost luggage. But that's not even a big one anymore because if you have your wallet, I guess you could buy. I mean, does passport's the only thing that you got to care about? And then getting pickpocketed is a total myth. Uh, it's just a total myth. Myth? It's a total myth. They're not going to pickpocket us. Why? They're just not. They're going to pickpocket us in 10 years. They're going to go after us. But right now we're still safe. Who? What? The pickpocketers. The pickpocket. We're not. Dude, I, you're I, out of I your mind. No, you keep your wallet in you at all times. No, no. When I'm with uh, my parents, I watch them. They they feed off those people. My old oh, older people. Oh, because they're not going to pickpocket. They're just going to rape you to your face. Yeah, they're not yeah. old enough. <laughs> like when we were in Barcelona, the, they they this family above us in the escalator yeah. where the lady acts like she's hurt, and then yeah. the guys behind them robbing them, and we're like, hey, he's robbing you. Like they were picking on certain type of people. They're not going to pick on us. Okay. Not yet, but it's coming. You got, first of all, I'm not, <laughs> what's your, Jill, what's go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know. This is Neil in a nutshell. Full, it's insane. This is what you're going to have to deal with. with go, us for two we're weeks. Not like Me going, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not, I go love ahead. the clarity. Of the now I'm going to get pickpocketed. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to pickpocket you before you leave the apartment. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jill. That's so funny. Do you have the, um, these same fears? I, I, Absolutely, same fears. And I even, I worry about what happens if I get sick on the plane before I get to the place. Because on the plane, you're really stuck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I don't, I'm, you have to also have that one, I assume, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Did one. you did you feel like a tourist when you moved to New York City and then you moved to L.A.? So how many years in each spot did it take you until you were a real L.A. lady or a real New York, mm -hmm. you know, New York? Um, I, you know, just just like a couple i would think um and new york less so because i i was so close to new york anyway and had been there so frequently mm. growing up and everything um and you know I, but i remember it, it in new york and i still do this when i'm back because there's a there's a rhythm to how new yorkers or people who live there walk and <laughs> 
how everyone else who doesn't live there walks, For sure. as we all know. I mean, it's this is like there's a rhythm premise. to wherever they do everything. It's not only yeah. walk, but talk. So when you come to New York, walk. you try to get into the rhythm, or you'd say. So I mean, I think it just happens. But what I do is I I get I would get so frustrated with people who walk slowly and without a purpose um, that I would take one arm as I, as someone was coming towards me, by the way, they didn't do anything to me. And all I would have to do is avoid them. And my life would keep moving at my speed, but I would be so annoyed by them just by looking at their pace. Um, as they approached me, I would take one arm and stiffen it up, you know, like I was almost like making a muscle. So you're going to win the Heisman. Yeah. So that when we, and, but it, I was staying in the same, my arm was staying in the same position. No one looking at me would be the wiser. I just clench my fist and make my whole arm really tight and I'm going really fast and they're not. So that as we pass each other, um, I intentionally hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Like there's I contact being made. What? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I wait, wait I does mean, it? Not. Do you got a sound you know, too? But, do you do a sound too? No. Like oh. <laughs> ah. No, but and then, but then, because <laughs> it's very noticeable, I would need to do the follow-up thing where I'd be like, "Oh my God, sorry." Oh, I like that. I like that. (laughs) So you get a little anger out. It sort of doesn't make sense because then I'm apologizing for it. So someone doesn't, you know, come back and like yell at me. But like you're 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 essentially hitting a person who hasn't done anything to you. They're approaching you and you could just step to the left slightly. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, but I, but I, I am speechless. Them, what are we dealing with when we go out there? No, you're <laughs> giving little them, girl. No, you're giving them the gift. That's what they you're giving them. They're going to go home and tell stories about you. Oh, about, I, uh, uh, this, <laughs> I got hit by this got, little yeah, lady. Crazy in New York. Yeah. They just knock you yeah. out of the way. She's like five two, hitting yeah, right yeah, in the nuts yeah, with yeah. her stiff I, arm. I love that. I got stiff arm in New York. Too. <laughs> You're giving a gift to a tourist. Oh, good. I mean, um, oh my god. So I, you guys both hate being a tourist. Or I, you don't like. I am. That? A, you, I wrote this like down. I am feeling. a mess from the second I leave until the second I walk back through the door. There's no question. Like, you just can't feel comfortable. I won't feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, even when I go to L.A., I mean, the people in L.A. drive me insane. It's sort of passive-aggressive. They're bullshit niceness. You know, they, they mm-hmm. you know, that's what got us in trouble on season one, to be perfectly frank. Like, just say it, you know. Yeah. They, but if you yeah, if you raise your voice, and all I do is raise my voice. That's my voice. You know, yeah. like, I can't walk around talking like this. Yeah, can we just get... The five thousandth request I've asked for this, you know, like but just give it to is... me, <laughs> give it fucking to me, you know. That's why I think. Ben... Yeah. Go ahead. The irony is, though, is that such a large percentage of the people in LA, whether you're dealing with them on on a set or just in life in a restaurant, aren't even from LA. Yeah. So many of them are New Yorkers. Exactly. Just Let falling me just... into this LA shit. Yeah. You know? Failures is what I call them. <laughs> Failures. <laughs> they couldn't make it here. They're pussies, and they went to LA. That's my. That's but, my. But do you, when you soft go soft but, as butter? But when you go to and yet a place, they hold on to their nine one seven cells. Yes. yes. <laughs> but when you go and being a tourist, when you go to a place, do you go and be a tourist? Do you dive into like, for instance, if you're in Prague and they got that dessert that wraps around the stick that you got to get? Mm-hmm. Do you go mm-hmm. and do that shit? Do you get? Do you knock no. out the tourist stuff? No. 
The well, same way I don't I, go yeah. to Times Square. Go ahead, Jeff. You tell. Um, I don't. Well, I have some food allergies that make me a pain <laughs> in the ass, and I get paranoid. Oh no! And of course, there you like go. Adult food allergies. I didn't have them when I was a kid, so I'm allergic to a few things. Which, of course, this is how paranoid I get. I was about to tell you the things I'm allergic to. Then I'm like, oh, what if someone listens to this who hates me? And then they (laughs) 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 But otherwise I like, I do, I do like doing the thing. Like I want to do the really local thing that isn't the tourist thing. Like I want to go to the cool dive, the dive bar that is not on that. But I also want to do, you know, the building in Prague that you're supposed to go to. The double decker bus. Exactly. I want to do both. Yeah, I hopped on a double-decker bus. And it, also, by the way, you said you're worried about getting sick. Both of you said that. Yeah. Now, that happened to my parents. Yes. And it was a, it was a nightmare. nightmare. My yeah. dad's back went out. Then yeah. the doctor came, gave him a shot. Then he couldn't walk. Then they called me. So my mom's with my dad, can't get out of bed. And then I told him, I was like, you're so close to the uh, whatever that – they're going to Milan. They want to say Lake, Lake Cuomo where Clooney lives. Yeah. I'm like, just throw my dad in a wheelchair. <laughs> Get him to the lake oh and see the lake. And and it was the worst nightmare. And they got this driver, I forget his name, like Giuseppe, and he goes home, grabs a wheelchair. But it's like wow. freak. It was the worst <laughs> nightmare I've ever heard. Because my dad would have to go to the bathroom and they didn't know you know he's all of a sudden he's handicapped, he's in a wheelchair. Well, and it's just the whole trip sounded like such a nightmare. Well, that, there you go. That's a, another example. Bathrooms. You know, they're trying to work on this in New York City, what yeah. drives Gina crazy that there's no public bathrooms. No, here. you gotta pee in the street. Right. In, yeah. Pee in the street here. That's what they force you to do. They you got you got no choice. Almost, so but I mean peeing everywhere. But if you go to Italy, they do have public bathrooms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But again, you have to figure out where that stuff is. I don't want to deal with that <laughs> That's stuff. That's Bethel the Barista's best moment ever. She's in Paris going to the bathroom, public bathroom. And it opened up. And the door didn't close right. Right. And so it didn't wash. Oh. So it, and next thing you know, it's just it's opening up. Opened it up <laughs> at the Eiffel Tower. It's like a hundred people just watching Bethel. It's, she is so mortified and she can't she can't get it closed. And I'm like trying this, to guard her, but it's it's kind of half cleaning itself. This is the tourist nightmare. This is the tourist nightmare. No, for me, you that don't was, know how oh, shit works. For me, that was a beautiful moment because okay. okay. I couldn't get oh so great. Okay. So those kind of <laughs> moments, being a tourist, it can be awful like i don't know it's it's a fine line that's the one thing about the cruise ship industry as well if i had to work a ship right or be on a ship with that my parents, is just automatically you get off and do work. your tour whatever but when i got back on the ship i definitely was back at ease you know what i mean i had that comfort back like okay it's nothing horribly touristly like that's gonna yeah. happen i can go take a piss i can go have a good yeah. i can have a meal i don't have to worry about another language it's like the pressure is just i, I have one single goal god forbid I-, I have to ask for directions oh my god thank god for gps now yeah yeah uh, excuse are- me <laughs> no, how do i get to uh, el domo you're, uh, you're <laughs> open and you're you cannot ask for directions at all costs exactly that's, that's your last thing like, you can do because then I'm you're basically gonna, saying please then you will me. get pickpocketed exactly yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing makes me happier. What about then. the free breakfast? I'm sure both. You know, that's that's so a great you, thing. What, a, oh yeah, a European free breakfast. That is like the best. I love my free breakfast. Free breakfast is great <laughs> if you're making me free breakfast. What are you talking about? Anything no, free is Adam, great. When you go overseas or Open. wherever, when you go overseas and you get the hotel, do you get the free breakfast? Of like, course, and you I'm get anything. Else. Go ahead. The hotel that that's in the middle of a big cheesy parking lot in the middle of our country when you're doing comedies free breakfast where you're like, you know, 
having the cereal, baby cereals and muffins. And yeah, yeah, it's awful. There, there's free breakfast anywhere you want. Yeah, you yeah want exactly. I'm not talking about that kind of. That's which awful. is embarrassing. The, like the, I was co- telling Neil, one, you yeah. go to Israel, have like a five star free breakfast that comes with your hotel, or you can do comedy and stay at the Best Western, and they give you the four muffins, like you said, and the cereal. Could you imagine somebody coming from another country going? This is your free breakfast? <laughs> no, right. I mean, no, we're I'm talking about like at a four or five star hotel, then you get the free breakfast with, you know, with your parents and you go down there. That's a big part of being a tourist. You, you and that have, part I don't mind. You have a really weird, like you've been pampered way too much. What are you talking yeah. about? You spend your money on that shit. <laughs> okay. Can we move on? What do you, what do you don't stay in a, I, I'm trying I'm to sorry, stay in a Mr. nice five hotel. Oh, now uh, I go for a you four know. star, cheap four star hotel is the best deal in town. If you can get it. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've been spending my money on cute hoodies. Am I doing it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, well, yeah. no, not at all. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. All right. The last corner today we're going to do, we're going to play tourism, this, that, the other thing. I feel like we cheated on tourism. Why? I felt like we didn't give it enough. It, there's too many. It's just too You broad. go and report back, I think is what we learned. It's too broad. <laughs> we needed to make that more specific, that tourism. Okay. Because I at Well, least we've I done it. hotels. We've done all that stuff. You wanted to bring back tourism, so No, I like it. I was I'm actually I'm complimenting it's, myself now. Because at first you feel I good was about like, yourself. Well, you're like a traveler. That. You like travel. It's as simple as that. You either like travel you, or you don't. You don't love traveling. Is that like is that a dream goal of yours? Um, I love traveling once I'm there. I fit flying is not my favorite thing, and flying right now has just there's so many levels of why it's yeah. a nightmare and then another nightmare. Way to put that, that in um, our heads as we're getting on a plane. <laughs> we're all going to gonna die on a plane. Awesome. Sorry. Well, are you guys going to do a virtual tour? Are you going to ever get on the, like, go on a computer and do a virtual tour of the Uffizi or the, the what? what? The Prada. I and- did some of that in the beginning. Of, in the beginning of the pandemic, my girlfriend and I a couple times found. Um, like a train ride through the Alps. Oh, um, oh and you did it? Uh, and yeah, there were some cool things that, that um, were popping up. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> it's like, hold up. Can you pause your it? Avatar, uh, can you pause avatar, my train through? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you pause my train ride through the Alps? I got to go pee. Your avatar Why? is getting uh, pickpocketed. Well, it's, exactly. yeah, 100%. <laughs> it was Wait. like, all right, we did. But was that, the train. was that Sorry. good? Was it a good experience? Because I see, I try to do that too. I mean, it was really cool, but we're still sitting in our den staring yeah. at the TV. And then after like 15 minutes, you're looking at each other like, this is so pretty, but we can switch to Ted Lasso now. Right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the same thing. So the only minutes. one, you know when that's good? You're, if you're on an elliptical in the gym that has that little yes. device and then you're running, yes. oh, I'm running through whatever. Yeah. Or in combat. The Calm app type of stuff, and and now Calm app has a show that I think is on HBO Max where it's the visual version of it, kind of, hmm. um, at night when you're trying to go to sleep. I, I support <laughs> right. that. I just do anything Anthony Bourdain did. That's, yeah, okay. that's my goal. Yeah. And next up, death. Good <laughs> don't, job. Don't do the last thing. That yeah. Except <laughs> that. Except that. There that. you go. All right. Let's do this, that, and the other thing. All right. So now you're writing. Let's say you want to write it or type it. You gotta, you gotta write something out. You know, jokes, whatever. Wow. You gonna write it first? You gonna type it? You mean grab a pen? You grab a pen oh. and ri- write it out, on or a just piece sit of paper. down. Like I'm typing the movie now. I, this one is the first one I didn't write out the scene. Okay. I'm like just, I'm just typing as I'm going. Oh, okay. Write it or type okay, it. Okay, if I can only pick one, I say type it. Okay, you can go off the board too. It's write or type it or the other thing, whatever it is. But no, I. Yeah, sometimes with stand up, I like writing in a physical. Notebook. I will write. Like, no. Yes, I have notes everywhere, and then I'll 
put it in for stand-up for some reason. That's usually my yeah. method. Write it out and then type it in. And bring you know, it on stage? Well, yeah. My, my set list yeah, yeah. is insane. People like to make fun of it. It's like, it's color-coded. It's <laughs> I, but, but, but when you, when, you yeah. when both of you write it though, are you able to always transfer to to your computer? That's always the yeah. problem. No, 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 you got to transfer it now because everything's got to be on the computer. I have oh. four thousand pieces of paper that I print out every day when I take it with me, but that I don't Did like. Did you what, see the Joan Rivers doc with her with that system of hers? Well, yeah, oh my God, those filing cabinets. Were yeah, it's crazy. Amazing. I think she just did uh, that for the show. Yeah, no, <laughs> she like, should put it in the computer. <laughs> it was like no one can do that. I was like, that sounds like a bit for the show. Are you writing or typing, it, Neil? I'm typing. I'm, I I use my phone. I write notes in my phone, but I have to be careful because if I'm writing notes, sometimes people think I'm texting. Uh, that's true. And they'll think I'm like a, a crazy person. Also, I've seen your handwriting. I don't even know I how I can't you... write anymore, so yeah. I, I've just lost my skills. It's literally like, yeah. you should have been a doctor. You I should have stayed pre-med. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe how much your handwriting looks like a physician. What is this? It's pop. Oh my God, we could travel with him then because... <laughs> yeah, we, it's cryptic. We'd feel safe. <laughs> um, Alright, last, next one. Last meal. You gotta have a last meal. It's come down to it. You want fish, chicken, or steak? Uh, Can it be Starbucks cake pops? Sure. I oh, love those. Wow. Starbucks oh, cake pops. Yeah. I like that. Fish, chicken, or steak, though, I, I would probably go chicken, unless it's really good salmon. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I'll make you good salmon. Come here. We have salmon I'm all full the time. Vegan. Birdie likes salmon. What do you want? Full vegan. You know that. You? Yeah. Since no, when? I'm going steak. Full I, vegan? I, no, I'm no, totally joking. I'm never. fries and steak. Are you kidding steak. me? He eats like a sewer. Um, it's like his no, I'm going catfish. Full, full we go, he used to order catfish. Fish and fish. chips would be so good. Now that would go fish and chips. I look up catfish. I'm like, oh, Neil's eating healthy. It's the worst fish. It's the bottom feeder fish. It's the fattiest, most Are disgusting. you telling me fish and chips isn't somewhat healthy? No. It has a mustache. Zero. Yeah, it has a, <laughs> you're eating a it's fish. It's a funny with, fish. <laughs> you're eating a fish with a stash. That's funny. I was like, do you mind That's saving been fried. your mustache first, please? Yeah. I'll have the most <laughs> disgusting thing you have in the back. Do you have fish parts? Uh, oh, no. You know, I bought lox this week yeah. when I bought the lox. We had bagels, cream cheese, and lox for Father's Day. Was it was unbelievable. Because Neil obsessed I was over do that for my Barney Greengrass. And I'm like, I oh. will save you a million dollars. Just come here. I will go get the Zabar's lox and pick up bagels nice. from a better place. Then Barney's green bath, thing, but and I like, made it for him. Now he's like, "Oh my god, there you go." But so I, why did I bring that up? Oh, the, so well, the I got I bought whitefish, and the guy gives me the piece of whitefish, and he's like, "You want the head?" Like literally, was holding oh. the head. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. I brought that into this house, Gina would throw up on <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, no. I don't like that. Um, I'm steak all the way. Oh my god! I, I'm. Can, can we go to a steakhouse at this point? What can we go to a? Steakhouse? I'm sticking with my prediction that in ten what? years you're not going to be able to eat steak. That's not true. No different than fur. You mean it's going to be like soil and green or something? They'll look at you. They'll look at you eating steak like people look at people wearing wearing like a fur coat now. Like that's that's fine. same. Same. I'll wear the fur to eat the steak. I told you this. I don't <laughs> that's care. That's right. You're gonna, you're gonna eat the steak. While they're there. whipping blood at me, you know, like all the pita people and you the day thems, let them all stand there and scream at me while protest. I'm eating my steak. I'll no, protest. I am not giving this up. There's some stuff I'm not giving up. That's definitely one of them. It's not <laughs> like I eat a lot of steak. Can I have a, two a year? God. Come you on, man. You're going I to get stay. so happiness, so tiny. But you never micro. go. When we go to the steakhouse, you never go. You're always, like, busy. No, no. You guys went there in a pandemic. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm working at night. Yikes. Can we do it on a Sunday night? <laughs> or you, you stink. He goes, like, oh, can you go? I got four spots. 
Like, but it was in the middle of the pandemic. I went a little early. I regretted that. Yeah, there you go. All right, third one. All right, this is for Jill. Supermarket sweep or to tell the truth? Ooh. Ooh, throwing it down. Uh, know where your bread is buttered right now. <laughs> Supermarket sweep. <laughs> You're on I, like I'm, season nine of To Tell the Truth. I am. And um, and when I do their podcast, I will say to tell the truth. So now I will say to Supermarket Sweep. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to surprise everybody. I'm going Joker's Wild. I've never worked on that show, but that was my favorite show growing Joker's up. Joker's Wild? Joker's Wild. Uh, I still say that today. You know, my friends, nice. my friends and I would all do that, you know, yeah. Joker, Joker, women in film for 50. <laughs> That's what we would do that all the time. I forgot about Joker. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go to the next one. Neil, do you have one? You better. I know you. Oh, answer. yeah. That's an easy one. Supermarkets. There you go. Um, with here, taller, thinner or smarter. I give you a chance to be taller, thinner or smarter. Hmm. Taller, we, thinner. Thinner. Or not thinner. Um, I mean, oh, I'm really torn between taller and smarter. Neil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a tough one because I'm getting fat, but that's all only for the Ooh. security guard role. I gain weight. Yeah, he every keeps saying that. I've gained like 25 pounds. He keeps saying this. Skinnier sounds kind of good now, but I'm going to, smarter could be fun. Jill, this is how he, if he eats donuts. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's he just tell me. Well, he's method. Yeah, You're he's being method. method. Yeah, yeah. You, I support I was, that. I've done some of my best work in some of those acting classes. Yeah. Uh, wait, <laughs> no one answered. You didn't answer. Me? Both of you? I'm going. I I gave two answers. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't need to be taller or thinner for sure. Smarter would be helpful. Or no glasses. I'll go off the board. Just get. Can I just be rid of all glasses? Yeah. Finally, I got 19 pairs of glasses. I'll go. I'll go thinner then. Thinner? Okay. Jill, did you decide? I was torn between taller and smarter. Did I have to pick? Because I'd have to say smarter. I would go, yeah, I would go smarter like that that movie with Bradley Cooper. Mm. Like if I could go that level smart, I'll do that. What movie is that? The one where he took the pill. Oh, that's like fucked up smart. Yeah, yeah, I want to go with that. Yeah, You go with that? You would scare everybody though. Like you just like what happened to Neil? He's making sense. Yeah, you're making trades, and it's like I just made ten million in the market, like that kind of shit. We'd have to rewrite the whole show, Neil. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, I believe that the correct no, answer. I would own the show. It would oh. only take me a couple months. I see. You'll never own that show. You know who owns that show. <laughs> no, I know. I the know. boss owns that show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, sl- I'll did do I tell bo- you that's a bodega story? sweep. A little that? rival show. She said something like, uh, "What did I say to her?" About the CEO, um, says, I'm like, oh, she wants the, the Fremantle CEO wants to talk to Leslie, <laughs> no, and no, it no. keeps going back and forth, it keeps going back and forth. So Leslie goes, I go, she is the CEO of the company, and Leslie goes, I'm the CEO. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like, it's good. <laughs> like, like, how do you argue with that? Um, all right, sleep. I would like that confidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. And like, to be honest, she is the CEO of my world. Um, <laughs> Okay, when you're sleeping, you sleep with the sound machine or sleep with no sound at all? Which is better? Sound or machine? Or do you sleep? You're, you're leaving yeah. out one. Oh, yeah, there is, though. I'm sleep with your eyes open? Bad sleep. I'm the shittiest sleeper ever. Wait, I will you, don't, you don't crank out eight hours ever? Oh, my God. I don't know the last time that I did that. Oh, um, no Ambien? I, you can take an Ambien and... No, Ambien's I'm terrible. I'm scared of Ambien. Okay. Just um, once if you needed a really good night's sleep. Yeah, I um, I like a calm app. You want to what? Sleep with. 
Oh, I, a comet. Oh, like like a river, comet. a stream, like a st- well, river stream. Well, you can you surprisingly they yeah they have all the nature stuff and music, but they also have sleep stories. That's how the comet got going. <laughs> so you there there are there are sleep stories that we're all familiar with, and then there's original stories, and they're read by celebrities mm-hmm. of all kinds. Some that make perfect sense. You know, Kate Winslet read one, but then there's someone like, wait a minute, Matthew McConaughey reading this story. That's the biggest joke. Meanwhile, that one became my favorite story. I listened to it like 55 times. You'll listen to it over and over again. You go right to bed. That's right. And when I say over and over again, I don't necessarily like, yes, sometimes in one night, if you're still up, but I mean, it's my go-to story. Uh, is it a story about like the business or is it just a random story? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when I was working on this film with uh, yeah. the Kate the, Hudson, yeah. what's the uh, one with the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? What was that? <laughs> True crime? Oh. That the one? oh yeah, detective, whatever. Yeah, detec- uh, we in, I was in the Carcosa. Yeah. True detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true detective. I was in the Carcosa. <laughs> Wait, what does he talk about? Because I'm too. I don't want to pay for all that stuff. What, what does he talk? All about? right, all right, all right. Yeah, it's time yeah. to go to sleep well, now. He's he's reading a story. He didn't he didn't. But what's write the story? It, like, I mean? is it like a his like story a is um Buddhist story? It starts off with this um little girl who who is up and thinks she and and there's a breeze coming through the window and she lives on a lake and she's like what's that noise and kind of like you take her through we hear about her bedroom and then she goes downstairs and outside in this cool breeze of the night and her grandfather's there with a telescope looking at stars and she joins him like this sounds are there sound effects like you can hear the wind oh my god as you were telling it i almost fell asleep yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. i've never made it (laughs) i think it works i've never made it downstairs slips in a quick thing about why he was beating his chest in wolf of wall street (laughs) 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 industry stories from matthew They'll put your that's right what you would need. Yeah, that's what that you would need, Neil. I sleep. I've gotten a real bad habit of sleeping with the TV on. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah that's bad. I do that sometimes. And then I incorporate that shit into In my you. dream. Oh, which really? is Much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, why the hell am I? I'm in a building that just collapsed in Miami. I'm like, what's going on? And that's for that. <laughs> They're not That's leaving fun. me alone. They're not le- oh, all right. All right. All right. I'm going to have to pay for a Calm app just to hear one of these fucking stories. <laughs> you yeah. got them hooked. Awesome. Gina might listen. She's fun. You use oh, the Calm app. Oh, she does it She's too. got everything. She's got Calm app. She's got a sound machine. Meditate, sound machine. It's so fucking <laughs> annoying. Can I just get some silence? I just take, she goes, why do you need two pillows? Because I put one over my head. Oh, uh, my girlfriend does that. Yeah. Wait, do you both yeah. sleep with your cell phone by your bed? No. That's the worst yes. thing you can do. They tell you no. Sh- you put it in the other yes. room. Yeah, well. You sleep it with it. I'm afraid someone's going to call me. I'm going to miss out on something. Really? At four in the morning? Yeah, what if someone By the way, me? I have no, like called an emergency, you late like and an emergency. you don't pick up. You're sleeping. Yeah, but that wasn't an emergency, I didn't think. What? If you put emergency, I pick up right away. Are you away. kidding me? I'm telling you Hollywood stories at one in the morning. You know what Leslie no, just said? No, that I pick up. Of course. No, yeah. you don't. You yeah. don't. I do, too. I oh, you just said. Uh, if I think it's a story about the business, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, I'll get. I'll fucking get right out of bed <laughs> yeah, at like three true. in the morning. I, <laughs> I will almost say that's true. He will call back. If I say call me, it's usually a good story. So he will call back. That's All right. Hilarious. We're we're done. Um, the way, ooh, double, how did I double do that? All right. The way we end the show every week is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. Neil, you want to start us off? Well, I was going to go with the whole 
coming over here to eat locks. Oh, that you was kind of already good. told that story. Sorry. So I'll go with Bethel's out of town. Yep. And I think she's in Jill LA. touched on it earlier. And then I, I'm by myself in this apartment. Yeah. Well, you guys surprised me with a surprise visit. We came. It's a little messy. It was a little messy. Things are falling apart. This shit. Everywhere. I'm worried about myself. You guys have too much <laughs> shit. I know, I know. It, things are all falling apart. So maybe I probably shouldn't be living by myself anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's like the greatest thing ever. Are you eating right? Leave. You're going to have to come over for dinner. We no, know it's you're all, not eating No, the right. eating's all falling apart, too. Are you coming Monday? No, but I... I like eating like shitty food. Okay, you need to come. I'm starting to break down to restaurants now. I'm, th- I'm thinking about going to Popeyes tonight. Popeyes on yeah, the yeah, corner yeah. of. I like that. That's a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> this is shit I can only eat when Bethel's gone. So Danielle, now that Bethel's gone, I'm trying to like hmm, oh, McDonald's. I see, I see. The whole point was <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. Do, of the twenty thousand steps you're doing every day is not to eat that shit. I know, but the more steps I do, the hungrier I get. And when I, I get hungry like that, I crave well, can't a Popeye's you, chicken sandwich. Or the Popeye, they have the new fish sandwich. Oh, my God. I don't even think there's fish in there. I think it's just fried no, shit. Subway's, <laughs> they've decided, isn't tuna fish. So Subway's no. isn't. Yeah. I don't think Popeye's is. Sub- <laughs> Subway, I can't eat. They, it's not even bread. You're not allowed to call it bread. That's how bad Subway is. <laughs> in Ireland, you're not allowed to what call What are these evil wizards that are running Subway, by the way? It's not know. bread and it's not tuna. I know. What do we eat? Exactly. Are we and then when we get, there you go. And yet, when I'm a tourist, I wouldn't touch it here. But if I'm a tourist, I'm so scared of whatever I'm eating over there. That's where I'll go. Yeah. 100% Subway. with you. Brutal. No, but you know, they actually I'm have tourist, tuna I'm in there. Nev- I did drink Starbucks when I was a tourist in Paris. So I, yeah, exactly. I, was, I did shame myself. No, garbage. But All for right. the most part, I won't eat fast food on tourism, for God's sake. Anyways, that's my, that's my good and bad thing. Jill, one good thing or one bad thing of the week? Um, let's see. I, I read that coffee drinkers are 50% less likely to die from chronic liver disease, which I think is a really good thing as long as you don't, like, search for another study that says <laughs> that exactly. coffee drinkers you know what i'm saying like, yeah coffee drink i do co- i don't even want to get me started i cannot wait i've said this a million times i cannot wait till they tell you 10 years from today coffee will kill you i'm waiting for this study I'm i don't know are you a coffee drinker? never i never drank one cup of coffee in my whole life i refuse to drink Damn that it. stuff because the, yeah. you see the side effects for people it's insane gina can't fun there she goes she can't function without her big giant coffee in the morning she can't neil same thing with neil his whole system won't work he can't take his morning i like i like trying different kinds of coffee i like i i trying to tone down the coffee though because i drink in the morning i drink an iced coffee and then starbucks makes that 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 nitro brew thing yeah oh yeah those are good yeah yeah, that's something's wrong with that i agree that something happens to me close to like ecstasy like that feel it's like a like oh a drug God. there's something wrong with that drink it's something wrong with that drink i'm yeah. telling you. there I, I was in italy right and it's like noon and this guy's saying hey come on with me yeah. he speaks pretty good english he goes come with me uh, we, i show you around the day okay i get in this car zip zip right he goes oh we make a one to stop and he stops <laughs> oh, right I in the middle that. of the town walks out to the espresso bar they give him the shot of espresso throws it down has a little chat with the guy he's like uh, you want the one no you have to and no. then you have have to take one. In that I situation. would. If I jump out of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? I'm not. What are you? No. The side effects of that for me would probably be ridiculous. You could not be Anthony Bourdain. He would have drank one. Exactly right. All right. My uh, one good thing and one bad thing. I finished the 20 pages of Watermelon Man, um, Neil. Oh, good. Congrats. No, I mean, you read it. Yeah. And uh, it needs a little work. 
No, it's ready to go. First 20 pages is key to this film we're writing. So oh, okay. I can't give it to anybody until the deal has been made. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. so nobody gets to read it. I think so. it's ready to go. I, I just started casting it. Just no, do it. no. But I don't put it in the theater. The boss is going to have to read it, and she's going to have a lot to say. Um, but I'm excited that I at least got it out. You didn't do any handwriting on that. I was all typed. Uh, I had a couple notes for sure. No, I, I had written out all that treatment. So. Oh, you did do yeah. some handwriting. It's huge to finish a thing. It's well, the first twenty pages. We'll see. Once that that we're going to polish the crap out of that, and because it pay, the rest of it has to pay off after. I have eighteen. 20 plate 20 page pages ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no the rest the rest should flow if they like the yeah. first 20 we'll see um but i'm excited about that all right um jill kushner thank you for doing this let's promote some stuff to tell the truth is sunday night at 10 p.m on abc and then when that's over with you know starting in the fall i think it's september 26 9 p.m sunday nights you'll be watching supermarket sweep season two It'll be exciting, Woo-hoo. and we'll see if Neil if Neil doesn't get fired, um, he'll be there. <laughs> well, I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I live with every day. There you go. I don't worry. The boss. <laughs> Welcome loves to you. my world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twitter is at the Jill Kushner. Instagram is Jill Kushner is taken because there's another Jill Kushner. I think she's a Svengali somewhere in this world. Yeah, she's a, real a real, estate agent. realtor in Florida. And so I can't get my name anywhere. Damn it. So. Thanks wow. for getting the joke. No one else does it. <laughs> <laughs> Being get, in a relationship. We, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Um, thank you for doing yeah, thanks this so much. And uh, we haven't met you, but we uh, so far we really like you, yep. and and we can't wait to see you in August. And please, Damn, don't, I can't wait. Just make this show great. I want an Emmy, right? That's my goal. Yes. I want that little Let's statue just for the mere fact that I don't think Zoom's going away, and I want people to go, "Is that an Emmy behind you?" I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is. That's all I want. That's <laughs> all I want. No, that's my daughter on one side. Oh, that statue. Yeah, it's my Emmy. <laughs> What'd you get that for? Don't worry, hit pan a little game show. Maybe you heard of it. Yeah. I always remind you. Every time you say stuff, I just think of the Dimitri joke. Um, what's the joke? That he used to want to be good at sports. It kind of plays for Emmy. He like wanted to win, and then he realized he could just buy trophies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You could buy a fake Emmy and just put it there. Yeah, I yeah. should buy like eight fake ones. Yeah. But that was the thing when I went over to Ben Bailey's house. You know, he's got like eight cash cab Emmys or whatever it is, and it's all right behind him. And every shot has. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And he doesn't even mention it. You go down to the basement. And there's like eight Emmys sitting there. I'm like, are those? Emmy? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about, like, what? You just yeah, yeah. play it off like it's not there. Are you kidding? Paul Mercurio would come in after they, like, he was on the Daily Show staff at the beginning and he won an Emmy. He would come in with it in a duffel bag. He was taking it around with him for spots. Oh, at the and, Yeah, and he would take it out. And That's put it, amazing. He's like, can I... <laughs> on can stage? I, yeah, can I come out? No, before he would come out and go, can I that go was up? closer. No, he'd go, can I go up? And they would go, your spot's in 20 minutes. I'd like to go earlier and pull out the Emmy. <laughs> oh, that's like funny. you. That's fantastic. My Lord. All right. Jill, thank you so much. And we will see everybody next week. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. 